Thanks for listening to the Northridge Christian Podcast. At Northridge, we exist to help people move closer to Christ. We believe that following Jesus is a journey, and we want to help you through that journey any way we can. We pray that you grow in your walk with God through this message today. So prepare your heart and mind for this teaching by our lead pastor, Mike Wares. We're talking this morning about leveling up. That's the series that we're in. And today's sermon about leveling up is really about going down a level in order to level up, okay? And uh, so there are two subjects that as a preacher I don't really care to preach about. The first one is spiritual warfare because when I talk about spiritual warfare, I absolutely know all hell is going to break loose, okay? That, that's the way it is. The second one is humility, and that's what we're talking about today because I know that God's going to work in my heart in so many ways to show me so many things. And I will tell you, the past few weeks have been hard, okay? Uh, because God's been preparing me to speak on this subject of humility. So uh, as we jump in, I need God's help, and I, I need to pray this morning. That's going to make Satan mad, but that's all right. Father, Father, we come before you this morning. We want to hear a word from you. We want to hear what you have to say. Father, we know that your word is true. We know that what is in it will change us if we will listen to it. And so, Father, today I pray that as we get in here, I pray that as we get in here, Father, we can be open to what you're saying to us. Holy Spirit, I invite you. We want you in this place. Take this message. What is unclear, make it clear. What is wrong, make it right. Uh, Father, what we need to hear, amplify it so that we will hear it. Just speak to us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. When I was in college, my preaching professor, uh, he, he said this to us. He said, I, I want you to pay attention, guys. This is very important for you to hear. He says, you're going to get the big head uh, after you preach because everybody that walks out the door is going to tell you how great it was, okay? And he says, as you stand in the back and you shake the people out, that's shaking their hands as they leave. As you do that, he said, they're going to tell you that was a great message. He said, they may not have believed what you just said, but they're going to tell you it was a great message. He said, uh, they may disagree with everything you said. They may, they may have just, you know, he said, if you laid an egg on the, on, the, on the stage up there, they'd tell you what a great sermon that was. I didn't think it could be that bad. I was a youth minister, and I had finished preaching, and I got to the back door and uh, was shaking people out. And here comes the guy, and every Sunday he would sit right over here on this side of the church, and there was a support beam, and he would lean back, and about the second word of the sermon, he would fall asleep. And then he would wake up about three words before it ended, and he would, he would wake up, and so here he comes, and he looks me right in the eye and shakes my hand, and he said, that was the best sermon I've heard in a long time. I was young and dumb, and I said, you must have dreamed that. <laughs> um, we are talking about humility this morning, so um, I, I learned a lot. We're going to be this morning in 1 Peter 5, uh, starting in verse 5, and I, I just tell you, it's three verses that are packed with some information that if we will listen to it, it will help us humble ourselves so that God doesn't have to humble us. My problem hasn't been when I... I uh, haven't humbled my, 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 my problem has been when I haven't humbled myself and God has had to. 
I, I don't want that. And we're going to learn why we want to humble ourselves. So uh, we're going to look at this verse real, these verses real quickly, and then we're going to unpack them verse by verse. So the, the very first verse says, In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourself to your elders. So that, that's where it begins. And yet, have you noticed that? Those young people, they think they know everything. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Those, all the old people going, yeah, yeah. Those old people... They think they know everything, don't they? All the young people going, yeah, yeah, okay. Can I just tell you how it is? That's what we all think. Somebody else has a, a, they they, they think they know it all. And, And here's the thing that I will tell you as we begin this. We all need each other to make it through. Uh, I need somebody to, to fix my phone, okay? Uh, I, I need somebody to deal with that stuff. But, you know, th- this is the way it is. So the next part of this says, All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Put on, put on humility, and, and that will help. Going on? Because God opposes the proud. That should stop you in your tracks right there. God opposes you and you, God opposes the proud, but the second part of this but shows favor to, 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 to the humble. And then he says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up. We humble ourselves, God lifts us up. We humble ourselves and God lifts us up. And then the last part is cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. What we're going to do now is we're going to unpack these, these, these verses. We're going to go phrase by phrase. And what I hope will happen is that we will understand how to humble ourselves and why we should humble ourselves. And, 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 and I just tell you, the sermon in the sentence is pretty simple. To make an impact, to make an impact for Christ, we must live with humility. To make an impact for Christ, we must live with humility. So let's jump in. And the very first phrase there says, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Really what he's saying there is clothe to serve others. Peter is writing to, to Christians who are suffering a lot. They're being persecuted. And what he's telling them is, don't forget to clothe yourselves with humility. My daughter used to work at, at uh, Cracker Barrel, and this was her apron. And uh, when she stepped into to, to Cracker Barrel and put that on, what did she become? A servant. And that's exactly the language that Peter is using here. He says, clothe yourself with humility so that you can help other people. When you, when you become a Christian, you clothe yourself with humility. You, you put on. And in fact, the word clothe is a very interesting word in the original language. It means to put on the garment or the apron of a servant. So, so that's what we're told to do, to put on a garment of a servant and then get to it. It's not just wearing the clothes that's going to work. It is actually serving and helping other people. That's humbling, to, to help and serve other people. So, so we, we start with putting on the right clothes for that. And, and when you know how that happens, it, it will help you. Romans, the 13th chapter, and this is what it says there. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. We clothe ourselves with Jesus. Do you remember what Jesus did when he was on this earth? He served people. If people were hungry, he fed them. If people were, were, were sick, he healed them. If people were dead, he raised them. I mean, he served. And even when the little kids came that, we, that everybody thought was in the way, he served them. He, he took the, the very nature of a servant. So when we put on Jesus, what happens? We put on the garment of a servant, and we live just the same way he did. 
And this is what it says in Galatians 3 and 27. He says, for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. All of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. We put on Christ, that means we became a servant. I like what Mark Moore said in his book, Core 52. And if you're following along in that, you can read that this week uh, as we read about humility. Biblical humility is not so much about how you feel about yourself. It has, as much, it has much more to do with how you treat others. So in humility, I serve. It's how I treat others that, that will tell people that I am humble. It will show that. So let me just tell you, there are some things right now you can do this week. You can actually put on the servant's apron on Wednesday. And you can head out to the Collins P. Lee Center and, and give out food to those who have food insecurity and they need food. So you, know, you could put on that apron then. Next Saturday night, we have our parking lot party that's an outreach. You could come early or stay late and, and, become, a, and, and become a servant. Put on the servant's clothes. Or any Sunday, we've got places around here you could serve. But that's the beginning point. You clothe yourself with humility. Clothe yourself to become a servant. And then you serve. The second phrase that we see here is probably one of the most scary that I've ever seen. God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. We are opposed to correct our pride. Why do we want our pride corrected? Let me tell you why we want. Because it tells us in Proverbs that the, uh, pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit uh, before the fall. So you need to understand that if you're proud, God's going to oppose you. Why? Because he doesn't want you to be destroyed. It's that simple. And I, I want you to catch on here. When it talks about, uh, about pride and that God opposes the proud, the reason he's going to oppose us, the reason he is going to oppose us because he sees the pride, he knows that's going to lead to destruction, and he loves us and he doesn't want that. Jim Croce sang a song, and it said, You don't tug on Superman's cape, and you don't spit into the wind, and you don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger. Now, can I tell you, I would add one more. You don't oppose God, because you ain't going to win, okay? And that's what, that, that's what pride does. It puts us up against God, and it's a no-win situation, and he will humble us. I will make you that promise. He's done that to me, and he's done that to so many people. And there's two ways that we can go about this. We can humble ourselves, or God can humble us. We can humble ourselves, or God will humble us. I read in, in, in Philippians, uh, the second chapter, it says at the end of time, every knee will bow, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So what am I going to do? I'm going to bow now so that I won't be humbled later. And every single day, I've got to ask myself those questions. Am I bowing now? Am I humbling myself now? Am I relying on God? Am I becoming the servant that he wants me to? This is what I would tell you. If we, if we really believed God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble, we would humble ourselves. If we really believe that. Because if we go up against God, it's a no-win situation. This is a no-brainer. You know, the, uh, the, the great boxer, Muhammad Ali, he was uh, quite a trash talker. 
He was going up in 1971 to fight Joe Frazier, smoking Joe Frazier. And in 1971, he was talking some trash beforehand. And I, I want you to know what he said in, in, in that. It's kind of funny. He, he, was, uh, he, he was just so clear in, in, in what he said. He, he said there, he says, there's not a man alive that could whoop me. That's W-H-U-P, okay? Not a man alive who could whoop me. He says, I am smart. And he pointed to his head. And he said, I am pretty. And mugged for the cameras. He says, I am the greatest. I am the king. I should be on a postage stamp. That's the only way anybody is ever going to lick me. Pride goes before a fall. He lost that fight. Can I just tell you something? God opposes the proud. Ask yourself these questions. Am I in God's favor right now? Or is God opposing me? And if you're honest about that, can I tell you what? It can be one of the most humbling things in your life. Because you'll bow one way or the other. Let's keep on going and keep on reading. It says, to humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due times. Can I, can I just tell you, there's kind of a battle here. I want to humble myself. I want to do what God wants me to do. And, and when I humble myself, I bow before him. What does he do? He lifts me up. No, God, I want to do what you say. I want to be humble. But then he lifts me up. No, God, I want to be humble. Now, it, 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 when we understand what it happens when we're humble, when we make ourselves humble, what happens is we say, God, you can use me. Okay, you can use me now because I've been humble. So when he lifts us up, when we're down there, what he's actually saying to us is I'm lifting you up so that you can lift somebody else up. And so we're lifted to lift others. We're lifted to lift others. And, and, and that's the important thing that you got to understand is that whenever I humble myself, I say, God, I'm ready to be used by you. And, and when we humble ourselves, when we humble ourselves, that, that means that God lifts us up so that we can lift up others. That, that's just simple. I say, God, I need you to do what you've asked me to do. God, I, I can't do this on my own. And so I bow my knee to him and I say, God, I need your help in this time, in this place. So, and then what does he say? I can use you now. There have been times when God's broken me to get me there. I don't want to go through that again. But I tell you, there's nothing like humbling yourself and then seeing God use you. I, I will also tell you this, humility. Humility opens more doors than arrogance ever will. Let me read to you from 2 Corinthians. Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles, who lifts us up in our troubles, so that we can lift others up or comfort others in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. I simply tell you this, is that that is what happens when you and I are comforted by God, when we humble ourselves, then He lifts us up so we can comfort others. We say it around here this way. We are blessed to be a, okay, that's it. We're lifted up. So I ask you these questions. I ask you these questions. Are you lifting anybody up? 
Are you serving anybody? And if not, can I maybe make a suggestion is that you haven't humbled yourself enough yet for God to use you? Okay? That's hard. Because I want to be humble now so he can use me so more people can come to Jesus Christ. Last phrase that we're going to look at is cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Simple phrase here is humbled to depend on God. Humbled to depend upon God. As you work through this, you put on the, 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 the clothes of a, of a servant. And then what happens is when you begin to serve, what you realize is that you need God because you can't do it on your own. And then you realize that God opposes the proud and you're ready to humble yourself. And then you begin to be used by God to lift others up. Can I tell you what begins to happen in this process? It's pretty simple. You begin to realize that God loves you. He wants to use you. He wants to give you a purpose. And you realize that you can't do it on your own. So what do you begin to do? You begin to download all of the trouble and you let him have it. God, I can't do this. I can't lead this church. God, I can't, I can't lead a bunch of people to, to know Jesus Christ. I, I just can't do that. And in, the, and in saying that and in doing that, what God says is that you got, I've got you right where I want you. Because you're ready to pay attention to me. This is what it says in Psalm 55 and 22. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. I have a friend and a mentor, Alan Ogram, and uh, Alan is a, is a friend, but he's also a mentor, and I've uh, met with him over the past number of years, and uh, me and uh, uh, three other guys had just gotten very close in that time, and uh, the last time we were together, Alan gave each one of us, it's a, it's a pretty cheap, chintzy crucifix, okay? He didn't spend a lot of money on it, uh, but if you're not familiar with the crucifix, it's, it's uh, pretty much well-known in the Catholic circles, but it's just a cross, with, with Jesus on it. And uh, he gave that to us and he says, I want you to keep this someplace to remind you that you're not the Savior. That position has already been taken. Wow. You know, sometimes we think that the world depends upon us. But what it really depends upon is us humbling ourselves before God. And allowing him to use us, allowing his power to flow through us. So I keep this uh, close by. And whenever I think the world depends upon me, i reminded that Jesus is the Savior. And all I can do is humble myself and be used by him. Listen to what Paul writes in Philippians in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset, have the same attitude, it says in some translations, as Christ, who being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Some, some translations say when he humbled himself, instead of being made nothing. That's the model we have before us. Jesus had all power. He had all wisdom. But what he just chose to do was to humble himself to die in our place. And he calls us to humble ourselves. And when we do, we can do great things for him. Would you pray with me?
Father, we thank you for Jesus' sacrifice. We thank you for his love. We thank you for what you've done for us on the cross. Right now, Father, we just ask that you would remind us that when we humble ourselves, that you will use us. When we humble ourselves, that you can begin to work in us. That when we humble ourselves, you'll be glorified. Holy Spirit, come and speak to our hearts right now. Help us to hear what you're saying to us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. You can keep up with what's happening at Northridge on your mobile device through our Northridge Christian app. If you have any questions about Northridge, you can contact us at info at